there, everybody. Welcome to Reading Minds and Solving Crimes. This is a podcast between three close friends where we watch episodes of The Mentalist and then talk about it. Uh, we are currently on, or I guess this is podcast episode 13, and we are on episodes 21 and 22. We're getting, we're getting to the end game, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so 21 is Misread, and episode 22 is Blood Brothers. And as always, joining me, we have Scott Lee. Shit, I'm first. You're number one, baby. Uh, I just want to say hi to my mom and dad. <laughs> and then we have the other number one. We have Chris Sacco. Whoa, no, wait, wait, I'm, wait. Whoa, I'm whoa, whoa, also wait, wait, number, wait, wait, one. number one. Hi, everyone. We're all number this one. This completely d- diminishes what I had going there. <laughs> We're so. all number one. We're all number one. You, what are you going to tell you to your parents now? That you know? I'd like to don't listen. I'd, don't. I'd don't like to listen. also say hi to Scott's mom and dad. They're very nice <laughs> they are, people. They are very nice. They are. They're very good at playing. What's what's the game with the uh... bocce? Bocce, yeah. They are good at bocce. Is yeah. is bocce like a like a worldwide kind of game or is it? It's an Italian, Italian. game. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. My dad's You'd gonna build Zach a bocce would be court. Better at it, yo. <laughs> we're playing on a sloped hill. There was uh, pitches everywhere. Give me a, give me a thirteen by ninety-one square with this, with the correct sand. I'll smoke you. Is that, light you up. Is that are that the That's official a, dimensions of a? Bo- the only reason, the only reason I know that is because my dad's thinking of building one up in oh, Maine. Good God, <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe it'd be real mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> Bocce's fun as hell, though. It's a great lawn game. How's the how's the week been? How's this glorious? Is it still technically spring? I think it's spring, right? Yeah, I think it's spring till June know. something. I think June is when you flip to summer. Uh, weekend was excellent. Yeah. Speaking of Maine, went up there, hung out with my my dad and stepmom and my wife and our dogs, and just like kind of kicked it for a weekend. It was really nice. Enjoyed Hell the yeah. weather. Yeah, solid. And it's a short week this week. My company gave off Friday, and we have the following Monday off. Just, Everything's just, coming up. Me just gave it Hell up yeah. for no reason, or what? They like, dude. I think they've been realizing that people hate work, uh, <laughs> and that's reasonable. It's. I think it's more that like we're coming to the end. So throughout throughout the pandemic, they've they've been like, you need an extra day to recharge because people are working from home. So you're kind of always online, mm-hmm. and they've they've done it a few times where we have a Monday or a Friday off, and they'll give you the f- opposite. So if it's a Friday holiday, they're like, take a bonus day or they call it a day to recharge. So they've done it. They've done it like three or four times. And I think this is the fourth or fifth time they've done it. It's it's pretty nice to just be like, wow, we got an extra short week, yeah. which is great. Load up the so. crack pipe, buddy. We're, we're going in. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not that. Maybe not that. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, do you think that term is going to be offensive once there are more robots in the uh, workplace? Crack pipe? Take it. Oh. No, take a day. Take a day to recharge. Maybe uh, I, I, I assume they will also get a day to recharge. Yeah, they gotta have. They I gotta would be, be offended able to if recharge I was a robot more. and someone said that, and then I still had to work, dude. That'd be you, fucked but up. Maybe you, maybe you had to work double because because all the humans are have <laughs> to have the day off. Well, boy, that's how the matrix happens. All right, <laughs> and then yep, we get true. the matrix. <laughs> no one wants to see that happen. No I, one. You know, I'm I'm excited right now because, and I think you guys can attest. Right now, it feels like we got playoff sports. We got the Celtics. Yeah. We got well, uh, well that'll be we, done we soon. have the Celtics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, very very soon, we have the Bruins. 
Uh, some of, some of the, the PGA championship. The championship. Yep, that was pretty good. We got yep. Valorant, uh, which I've been really into. They're doing their first international tournament, which is all, which I'm all and about. And then Monday comes, and there's literally no sports on tonight. <laughs> there's nothing great. on tonight? There is. Uh, there's there's some NBA basketball, but it's not yeah. even like good games. Yeah. So. Is, but mm. it's just like, guess, it's nice to be like yeah. any given night, I could just pop on yeah. a game. Like the a Red game Sox that matters, on, right? You know what I mean? No, the Red Sox are off tonight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm nothing. saying. It's like it's a black hole. No, all there's, of a sudden. Well, there's like hockey games too, right? I, there's just yeah. no like Boston games. There's no local, no, no. local teams. But uh, no, this, is, this is the good time because I don't give a shit about regular season games. So like this is this is where all the fun happens. Uh, I give a shit about some regular season games. There are certain I, I ones do that do not care. <laughs> Bullshit. Zacho is an you, avid Red Sox fan, so he's bullshit. just taking into all those games. <laughs> Abic, you watch, you'll watch like a Lakers, like like a Lakers Clippers game or whatever. You're like, oh, this is gonna be a good NBA game. Like, but why? Like, why? It, oh, like <laughs> game thirty six of eighty two. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one because it's exciting. Uh, don't even try to bull. I think it's because bullshit our fan base. Out. It's like, but it is it is so much better when it's playoffs. Playoffs dude. are playoffs it's are way so better. Yeah, better. I can't argue with you on that one. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, you see, well, yeah, you see a lot of, <laughs> it's funny being way more into the Bruins right now because like how hard they go and then you go back to the NBA. And again, I love the NBA, but then <laughs> so like you see someone like bump into somebody else and then they're down on the floor for like five minutes and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, dude, please. You have six foot twelve Zidane Chara just smashing people, and they're like, "Oh, gotta get up and yeah. punch someone else." <laughs> just like just beating the shit out of each other. Speaking but, uh, of Chara, I felt I felt so bad watching him lose, but hey, what are you gonna do? You I know, mean, it was a nice moment. It was, what are you gonna do? Yeah, he didn't take the deal. We offered him something. He moved on. That's fine. I I'm I'm okay with did it. We all, I don't how, even know if how, we offered yeah, him. No, we did. Out for him. We did. We yeah. did offer him. We offered him like a. It was like a two year like. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, like million and a half. It was a really low contract that no. it was just time to move on from Char and give younger. We had so <laughs> many defensemen that we just needed to start playing. No. And if you have Char on your team, he like he gets first or second pairing always. So I'm I, fine with it. I feel like we basically <laughs> didn't. Beside it, <laughs> if, if like if it's like under a mil, you know, it's just like <laughs> I don't I don't know if he got much more money from Washington. That's the thing. Like, I don't know how much more he got. Well, I'm I'm looking that up right now because now I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, no, Chara signed a one year seven hundred ninety five thousand dollar contract with the Capitals. I'll have to check it out because all the all the rhetoric I've been hearing is that the Bruins basically were like, we're not resigning you. So. Maybe maybe he just wanted more time in the off season. Maybe. Well, no, well he's got he's got it. <laughs> That's, uh, uh. Uh, where, where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, if people want to talk about their recent playoff successes or failures, where can they find us, Sacco? Oh, yeah. You can, uh, if you want to tweet at us about sports things or, or, you know, stuff that we're supposed to talk about on this podcast, like The Mentalist, <laughs> you can reach us at at Minds Crimes. And if you want to email us lengthy things, which, you know, more than, what is it, 280 characters now, you can go itsmindcrimes at gmail.com. <clears throat> And uh, speaking of it's mindcrimes at gmail.com, we got a couple listener emails. I'm going to do one quick one and then one long one. So we got one from uh, a listener. Uh, he he just finished listening through Rats Get the Bird's Nest, 
And he had the question. I'll give you his answer first. His answer is The Sopranos. The question is, what are each of our number one Italian mafia portrayals? So, Scott, go. <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, uh, the Italian job. <laughs> I don't know if that's anything to do with There's the mafia. There's at least one Italian slash. That's... There's some mafia stuff in there. I don't watch mobster movies. Uh, The Departed? <laughs> nope. Ah, well, there's one think, mafia guy I mean, in that's, the. De- that, that's probably Cowds. Close enough. I'll give. I'll give you that. <clears throat> I don't think it's a stereotyp- stereotypical, but I'll give it. I'll give it to you. You're you're Irish. I don't really like. I don't know oh, if I've even guys. seen that much mobster movies. Why am I even I close friends with you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly haven't like name a classic mobster movie. I haven't seen it. Casino, you seen, like, Godfather. No, or, yeah. Godfather. No. Any of the Godfathers. Goodfellas, no. which no. is mine. Goodfellas is mine. Scarface, no. <laughs> Scarface isn't Italian. Well, it's, no, it's not. He's from... Is he Italian? I don't know, but Scarface I, is dope. I think the problem for me, outside of also just having not seen too many of it, I feel like, uh, especially with the serious mob movies, <laughs> it feels a lot uh, like... At least maybe in this area, maybe growing up, I was always like, "Man, how cool is this shit?" And it's like, it's like the wild, wow, cool robots meme, where like there's some like the movies about how fucked up everything is, right? Like it's like yeah, going into degeneracy, and everyone's just like, "Man, they're so cool." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's bad, and I'm just it's like, real bad. I don't know, like in that part, never like it never quite hit it with me. Uh, but I feel like the stuff I enjoy most is actually kind of like the. This kind of stuff where it's like a little bit more comical in nature. Uh, yeah. So like that's that's probably it. and I also see some some of the Sopranos and that was very good. So I don't. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen the Sopranos. It's good. It, for, it is it is a very different style of mobster movie. For for me, it's Goodfellas all day. De Niro and Ray Liotta and Joe Pesci just like absolutely crush that movie. And it's is it's that the, the one where he gets beaten to death with a baseball bat? Uh, no, that's Casino. This is the okay. one... I've this seen is, that clip before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Casino. Um, this is the one where Joe Pesci shoots the, he shoots the ground at the, at the like, little... Joe Pesci's has the classic Napoleon syndrome in this movie. He's the little tiny Italian guy. No one takes him seriously. And you think I'm funny like a clown? I think that's Taxi, actually. But he... <laughs> he taxi driver. I like how um, you were also like, I don't actually there's, know. There's, there's they always, they always but, but I know, yeah. I know this scene. He just murders like the like the fledgling of the, of the mafia in straight up cold blood for no reason. Like he's shooting at the ground at his feet. Stuff happens. He comes back and he just murders him. And everyone looks at him like, why'd you do that? It's not like... It's not like a, it's serious, but they're not they're not nearly as serious as they should be. And it's like, that's so outlandish. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a great like movie the scene from Fight Club where he like beats like the pretty boy guy, like almost to death. And they're like, why? Why did you do that? I don't remember that scene at all. Fight Club wasn't a very good movie, was it? <laughs> oh, I liked Fight Club, but I think that's a discussion for a different day. Yeah, that's a discussion for a different day. I was going to say it was all right. But uh oh, did you watch that that like three hour Netflix movie? I figured you would like that, right? If you like mobster there's, movies, there's a three hour Netflix movie about yeah. the mafia. Yeah, it's like or like it's like three or four hours. Uh, what's Scorsese directed it? It's on Netflix, and it's like they, they took all these fucking old ass mobster like actors. Hell yeah! And they like digitally young 
It, uh, you're saying yeah, oh. but I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> you're, like, pretend- you're, you're saying that, and I'm like, oh, no. Is it called Pretend It's a City? No. Yeah. No. It did Tupac's in it. They did the 3D, you know. You, the Irishman? You, the Irishman, yeah. You have, you've never heard of this? I have heard of this. I heard it was at, it's three and a half hours. My dad watched it. He said it was good. Yeah, there you go. You would probably like it. I might have to watch The Irishman. It it has that right. long movie. It has that yeah, uncanny uncanny valley because they digitally make them all look younger, and it just doesn't yeah. work. It does um, not work. Was it? But why is there a reason why they just were all like, "I want to be younger"? They well, because they paid to get all these actors that. Yeah, it's it's De Niro, Pesci, yeah. Ray Romano, Al Pacino, like classic, the classic mobster. I don't know, I don't know Ray, if Ray Romano's Romano. in there. You know, I like got all the classics. Sebastian Maniscalco, he's actually hysterical. Um, but anyways, so yeah, that's my, that's my favorite mafia movie. Um, and then we got another email from a listener from India, and it's a it's a long email, so I'll try to hit the I'll try to hit the highlights on this one. Um, but the first thing, and we got to pat ourselves on the back with this one is that he wishes he knew that he, about this podcast before, because we are great. He calls us great. And that <laughs> makes me feel good about what we Thank do. Thank you. Um, but he some must, of the, be, must be a new listener. <laughs> one of, one of the things, <laughs> um, one of the things that, that hit me pretty, like that was kind of, that was really interesting in this email to me is that he says, uh, or she, they say. Um, so I live in India and I had little idea about the police system of the US when I first started watching the show back in 2010. This show is basically my introduction to everything US if I don't count Disney. And so I started thinking in my head about that. I'm like, huh, let me think about other cultures and like, what do I know? I know nothing about the world other than the snippets that you're exposed to. So now I'm thinking about the wandering sheep watching the mentalist and going, this is what America's like. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of bizarre to me because as much as the show is, and, and they talk about how it's like a, it's, it's a crime procedural show. There's still, there's a difference with this than, than something like law and order and criminal minds, because it's not, it's not necessarily cops versus criminals. They say that, you know, they're saying at the end of the day, it's Patrick Jane's story and his, his idea of what justice is and laws are and revenge and all that is just kind of lumped into that crime procedural. I thought it was a really interesting take on what this is and a viewpoint. So I would say if this is your introduction to the U S my suggestion is all people with disabilities are not evil psychopaths that kill people. All right. Number one rule. We'll, we'll go into that one, but we're 0 for 2. 0 for 2 on that one so far. We are. We are indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. He, to, be, he, to be fair, <laughs> there are there so far have been no people with disabilities that are, have committed murder on the show. That's what I'm saying. Apparently, in this world, they're all just like hitmen. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, th- this person uh, makes me really want to watch all through all seven seasons because they they seem they seem to know that it's a great show and that it's a fun it's a fun uh, it's a fun ride. So yeah, yeah I mean it, we'll see how it's crazy that we're like near the end of the first season. It's uh, yeah, that's I'm 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 excited. <laughs> I didn't to think continue. we'd make it. Either. Honestly, I don't know. It's 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 cool. 
yeah, it's it's neat. So thanks for the emails and keep them coming. And and uh, yeah, we we love to hear from you guys. Yeah, thank you. If people also want to watch episodes of The Mentalist, where can they find that, Scott? It's currently available uh, streaming on Amazon Prime until I find it forcibly taken away. <laughs> and then it'll be only ours. <laughs> and then it's just mine. No, I'm not going to get a share with you guys. What? Whoa, just mine. Whoa. All right, I'll I'm tell co- you what happens in the episode. So All, right. Right. All right. He'll tell us and then we will yeah. explain it you, back. And then we'll discuss yeah. it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll like analyze. It. I like it. Uh, so we will be the only source for the mentalism. Uh, so we talked a little bit last week about our ideas for um, the season finale, and we went ahead and created a Google Doc and wrote some stuff down for a potential drinking game. Um, so mm-hmm. we split it up into three categories, and we're, I figure I'll just we'll just go through and I'll like say what they are over the, over. Uh, on air, I guess it's not, it's not on air, but and we could kind of <laughs> give a yay, nay, if we want to like move it up, move it down. And once we solidify it, we're good. And then I think we talked about it off air, but we are planning on watching it together, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's the goal. <laughs> so we'll be, we'll have it all printed out and ready for when we watch the, uh, the season finale. As long as I don't have to keep track and someone can just tell me what. To do. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll no. we'll conscript somebody to do this that. Be- I'm gonna need I'm gonna need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, this is because we didn't when we did this, we don't have like, or we didn't because uh, I want to put more stuff. We can do some social ones too, like so I can do title card social. Put that on there. Well, aren't they all socials? Oh, oh, just like. Aren't they also? I guess they oh, are. Things also, that we, yeah, well, okay, everything's listen, a social. <laughs> we all got a drink except when for it the, happens. Except for the one, they're all, all right. social. We'll it's, do uh, it's not title like card a big drink. I'll put that on there. All right. So let's start. Yeah. With, we'll, we'll start with the sips. So we got yep. whenever Rigsby eats a snack. Guaranteed. Sip. Keep that. Yep. You think we yeah, can move it up sure. or keep it at the sip? Uh, I don't want to die. Yeah, I think it's a sip. Okay. Rigsby seems like a snacker. My my thing is like sips ha- have the chance to be multiple times per episode. Gulps yep. should be like probably would happen maybe once. Twice. Yeah, maybe, maybe twice. twice. Yep. And then the finish a drink has the chance to just not occur. Is the is the key? Yeah. Yep. So, so we got whenever Cho interrogates a suspect. That's got to be guaranteed. A, like at least one. Yeah, that's got to <laughs> be a sip. Too. I like it, I like it as a sip. We got whenever Cho has an amazing one-liner or anecdote. I think we could move that to gulp. I okay. So, what constitutes amazing? <laughs> so, <laughs> if someone audibly chuckles, Ooh, that Cho blast- had Cho Cho had an amazing one in episode twenty-two. He had one amazing one, and if you guys didn't take the note, then <laughs> I can tell you it now, or we can get to it. But he had one. All right. And I usually write them down. I think we can Listen, move it to gulp. Show's great, so I'm okay with it's a it's a point of celebration. So let me let me move it up to gulp. I, I would amend to that Cho interrogates someone sip to or and or someone threatens someone else with a Cho interrogation. Ooh, <laughs> okay, I like okay. that. I like it. <laughs> I, I, how about just the me- like a Cho interrogation like is mentioned yeah, an or illusion, yeah, allusion yeah, yeah. to <laughs> Cho interrogation. Let's see. We got the crew places a bet. Anyone in the crew I, bets what I think that could be a gulp. I think that could be a gulp too. Yeah. 
Uh oh. Because <laughs> bets don't happen every time. That's fair. That's fair. Because uh, I think like Patrick Jane eats, like eat something could also be a sip. Oh, I, I like, like that because yeah. that dude is hungry as fuck. Yeah. Or it, it, it <laughs> eats something or mentions food. Uh, eats or mentions food. Yeah. How about pockets money? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's, that's a, a sip. sip. That's a sip. Someone we got. Someone rolls their eyes or glares at Jade. That's definitely love that a sip. That's definitely a sip. That's, that's definitely a sip. A sip. You can't you can't have that's that like, anything more. That's, that's a half like, a sip. That's like that's like smell oh. your drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I messed up this. Think, there we go. Think about taking a sip. <laughs> we got every other. The Citrone is showing the scene. So I think we could put that as a gulp. That could okay. almost that could almost be a finisher drink, but if you get unlucky on the episode, it could be real bad. It gets real because so, like that one episode we saw it like four it, times. That could be a, that could be a one off though. Like if the Citroen is shown, you had a finisher drink, but you like that like it's a max one. only one time. So yeah. I like that as a gulp. I also like it as and this is the title card thing. I think this is like a cheers, like you cheers and gulp. Ooh, okay. You know, okay. What? like it's like a it's a point of excitement. All right, like I'm like in that? for that. Okay. Yeah, cheers and gulp. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to end up being like a road trip one, and like they're in the Citroen. <laughs> hey, hey, Cheers It cuts and to Van Pelt gulp. sitting at the desk and cuts back. Hey, hey, hey. Cuts to Van Pelt and Rigsby making out back in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're never going to record the episode because we would be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We got Jane shrinks a colleague basically does some like uh psychotherapy bullshit on him okay uh but i i would say just not not necessarily a colleague right just like anyone in the yeah, show any i think anyone any mentalist another trick. character <laughs> like, right. like he like negs or like he's he like yeah. belittles you know like because he does that yeah a yeah, lot. yeah yeah yep. character we got i mean i think I think the next one's a lock. <laughs> Jade explores the crime scene or household. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely a sip. <laughs> God. Lisbon <laughs> apologizes for or has to reel in Jane. Yeah. Yep. That's several. There's, that's going to have at least like two to three times. 100% yep. sip. We got Jane belittles. Oh, no, no. That, okay. So I did mix mix it up. So we already have this one. Jane belittles, pokes fun at another character. <laughs> so let me take that out. We have Jane lays on the couch as a sip. You think I honestly think we could make that. I we could make that like another social gulp. It's like, hey, he's yeah. taking a nap again. Okay. I like social. Yeah. All right, so now we're on to the gulps. <laughs> we have so we have the we changed over the crew places a bet to gulp. We changed whenever Cho has a one liner. That's a gulp. All right, so now we're onto the new stuff. If Jane gets punched. That's a gulp. Yep. That's a gulp. <laughs> if Jade hypnotizes somebody, well, that's a that's gulp. A, that's a gulp. 100% uh, of that, gulp. That's maybe the most dangerous one. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be. So wait, hold on. Before we, before we continue, what is gulp? Are we talking like a quarter of a drink? It's whatever people. No, no, no. Yeah. No. That's, it, that's self. That's self-regulated. You self. Okay. You, okay. A sip is going to be whatever you're comfortable with. Taking a small sip of a gulp just has to be more than a sip. 
Yeah. Okay. Finish your drink is pretty unambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. That. That's. I got that one. That one's understandable. So let's see. Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh. Jane interrogates a child. Well, before that, real quick. So Jane hypnotizes somebody. Is are we doing it like per hip, like person he hypnotizes? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not yeah. incidents. Okay. So if he hypnotizes five people in the episode, that's five gulps. Yep. No. 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 Oh, huh. if, if it's five, if it's five separate occurrences, uh, if he hypnotizes like <laughs> three people together, that's that's one. counts as that's one. one. Okay. Gulp. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, and then we're at Jade interrogates a child. That's yeah. <laughs> that's also gonna happen. <laughs> that's <a> go. Yeah, <laughs> yep. We have a if if there's a Jade flashback. Yeah, we get. A I gulp. like that. You want to do a social on there? No, that's probably too yeah, depressing. I think that's, yeah, all right. I think it's a good one. Do you have to do? You have to do it though at the start of the flat. Like as soon as they go to like the pasty white <laughs> overtone. Okay. Yeah, because because okay. the flashback could be real bad. I was gonna so, say like, you just gotta. Yeah, you I just can't gotta, cheer like, if he's like yeah, my, yeah. my beautiful daughter just died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a timely one. We have to do that timely, quick speed. If we <laughs> if we if we see Van Pelt doing quote unquote outlandish cyber hacking. That's a goal. (laughs) I didn't know how to write that any better, so I was like, yeah, that seems good. I don't want to do too many cheers, although I could see this one, but if Jade says, let them go, they didn't do it, that's a gulp. Yeah, yeah. That's a gulpin'. (laughs) I love this one. If Lisbon tells Van Pelt she has to stay behind for whatever reason... (laughs) That That doesn't just count if she. That doesn't count, right? If she knows her place and just knows she's staying behind, though, right? Lisbon's gonna tell her. Yeah, Lisbon (laughs) has to actively tell her to stay. There has to be some kind of excitement or something where Ben (laughs) helps. Ben gets her hopes dashed. I feel like there's the trifecta there that maybe is a finisher drink. If like she gets up and starts like putting on her coat and is like like visually excited, and then Lisbon like walks over and is like, someone has to man the phone. Phones won't answer themselves. Man. Yeah, and then she sits down and like is like sad. All right, I like. It. I mean, I I'm like just it. I'm gonna drink my whole drink at that point because I'm gonna <laughs> feel bad for the poor girl. Oh God, where are we at? A rich or powerful person gets mad at a CBI. That's a gulp. Yep, uh, that's pretty much guaranteed. <laughs> uh, all right, so this one is it. So we have sex slash adultery has something to do with the plot. Is that? If like there's a sex scene, or is it just like mentioned? no? I think it's I think it's like if something to do with the murder how about or whatever. If, how, like, the if someone plot like is. cheats on somebody, I guess that's yeah. the adultery. Or the, part. like the the murdered victim is found like in bed with another murdered victim or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We have if the CBI boss shows up. That's a gulp. That's a gulp. Yeah. That's a gulpin. Yeah, that's gulping. is that a gulp or is it a gulp and a cheer or a cheer and a gulp? I think that's I think that's a che- that's a social. Yeah. Okay, I like, I like that guy. That. We'll move that on down. Is his name Vinny? What's that guy's name? Oh, um, suspect or witness runs from the CBI. That's a gulp. Okay, and then we yep. have a, it's going to be a double gulp if they get away. Ooh, okay, I like that. <laughs> we got. Uh, if Jane gets to drive, and he, it's not that he drives himself, but he has to drive another CBI member, that's a gulp. Okay. Um, and we move title card to Cheers. 
All right, so now we're on the big the big stuff. Wait, I I have two. I have an addition for Please. for gulps. What we got? Uh, if if Van Pelt gets a new skill introduced, <laughs> ooh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Men- Van then, Pelt mentions a tr- a trade. So yeah, I think like skills. Like- I think like any type of like <clears throat> new like a new fun fact about <laughs> Van Pelt. Oh. Could we also add like she like she competitively drove go karts before she joined the CBI? <laughs> People like are it. fencing, and she's like, "Oh, that's a repost. Real bad form, though." How do you yeah. know that? I fenced when I was a child. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That. I love it. I love it. What's the other one? So this this is like I want to say gulp, okay. but it's I think it also potentially could be a finisher drink. If Jane threatens or is threatened with leaving the CBI. Ooh, I kind of like that as a finisher drink. Really? How many times has it actually happened? Right. It's happened at least twice, I think. Let's, let's twice put it out there. Of, let's put it And I think of- just because this is a season finale, I think the odds are high. <laughs> All right. Are we having a drinking game or are we having a game where Threatens we'd like to maybe drink a little or bit? Or leaves the CBI. We could put it there. Yeah. We have some... I don't want too many. Uh, if if someone has to finish five drinks in one episode, yeah. well, that's so not- <laughs> so I think I think we're getting when we get through the finish the drinks. I think we're erasing two of them just right right off the board. Let me. I wanted to put a sip out there real quick. If we see a sighting of Van Pelt's leather jacket, ooh, ooh, or, I like, or, or or just sip for any leather jacket. Any I kind of like it. Yeah, because because yeah, okay. Rigsby, Rigsby wears one. Van <laughs> Pelt occasionally will wear a leather jacket. All right, I like it. It's a gulp. It's a gulp if Jane wears a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So okay, so now we're on finished drinks. We got if a member of the team gets shot. I love that finish one. A drink. That's yeah. good. That's yep. good. Because I hope that doesn't happen. But like that's a situation where. Yeah, you gotta think. Happen. You gotta think big for the finale. Yeah. <laughs> if Rigsby and Van Pelt get together, and yep. it, I don't, I, I maybe I'm reading this wrong, but it could be like if they just hook up, right? That's good, like that's yeah. good enough, right? It doesn't if have to be purpose- like. I think if they kiss, if they kiss, yeah. and one of them's not actively hypnotized or drugged, <laughs> if they purposefully <laughs> smooch. Well, you're, okay. we're so, drinking. Okay. okay, yeah. So you said the hypnotized part. So, but like, it has to be like of their own volition that they yeah. volunteer. Yes. It yeah. can't be some weird. Like, they okay. are purposeful. Van Pelt can't be unconscious. Okay. <laughs> it yeah. can't be mouth to mouth resuscitation. <laughs> it has to be an actual kid. Um, we have it's a cliffhanger. Delete it because yeah. yeah. we know it's yeah. going to be a cliffhanger. It's, it's, yeah. That's I could, we could put it under like maybe. No, yeah. I was going to say rid maybe cheers and gulp, but now yeah, it's two. Okay. <clears throat> We have there's a tie-in to Red John. Delete it because we know that's we know yeah, the episode is based yeah. off the episode name. I I like it a lot. The problem is, yeah, a we know it's we already know it's going to be one. Um, I would add I would add gulp if we get a Red John phone call or letter. And, and I would say so. And I would add sip if we see the Red John symbol. Ooh, we I we could even do like uh, a cheers and gulp or just a gulp for a mention of Red John because it really doesn't actually happen that often I mean this episode is is on Red John that's fair okay well let let me take it off let me take it off I think you get rid of that finish the drink and I think you add a gulp for like a Red John phone call slash letter and a sip for the logo so like an some kind of something Red John actually communication did something yeah yeah Directly to Interacts Jane or the CBI. With CBI in some capacity. Yep. yep. 
All right, so we have three finisher drinks. Oh, eh, wait, fi- or fi- I'll add another finisher drink if we see Red John. Oh, I like that. Well, how, I don't know how if we, we can know. Can... Yeah, I don't... yeah, we won't if, be able. If, to it, if it's for whatever, like clear that, like, like if it's we confirmed, actually, like, see... yeah, confirmed, yeah, yeah. we know Red John. It, it, does that count if it's like a shadow running away? No, got to know who it is. Got to see a face. If we see a face, okay. Recognizable face or just face of Red John? It doesn't have to be someone we know, but just like an actual like okay. Red John. Face. I like it. Yeah. All right, so we have four finisher drinks, but uh, I they, think, they seem pretty like. Yeah, they're pretty out there. I think we they're might get we might get one of those. It's if we be get a, more than one of those, I'm surprised. I you know what the worst part is? People are li- are going to be listening to this that already know what happens in the season finale, yeah, yep. and they could be like, "Jesus Christ, these guys are going to be fucking screwed, <laughs> they're <gonna> be obliterated." <laughs> it opens before the credits. <laughs> it's Van Pelt and fucking Rixby making out, and it's, it's, they both you, get shot. <laughs> they both get shot. Happens by Red John. <laughs> they both get shot by Red John, and, and Jane they- leaves the CBI. <laughs> Oh, good God. All right, so now we have uh, the Cheers and Gulp. We have it as the Citron is shown in this in a scene. Mm-hmm. The title card. Yep. Jane lays on a couch. Mm-hmm. Jane has a flashback. Mm-hmm. And this, or if the CBI boss shows up. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Okay, okay. Uh, this seems like a game good. where we're probably going to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. I like it. We have uh, a couple side things. This is this is not for mm. if anyone wants to play these, then, then we'll we'll try and post this up on. Uh, can you, yeah, on like tweet out a picture of them or something. I could also you see we could, if we could do like you know a bingo do, card or. I could I could stream this on Twitch and we could we could wa- we could <laughs> we could have a watch party of the last episode. Have our viewers watch along. Well, I, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. What do you mean? Everyone watches it up, and we just, we go. Whatever, we'll, we'll figure know. it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll <laughs> that seems see. like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be drunk. I don't want to handle that. But so we, have some, we have some potential prop bets. These are totally optional. We'll have, if someone wants to guess if this is a Scott one, if, if the culprit will be killed or not. Ooh. Okay. We can, we can put a couple, couple of drink bets on there, you know, see where, it's, see right. where it's at. I do. I really would want to do this. Is who will have the last line? Which which main character will have the last line before the opening title card? I f- I feel like you can't say Jane. Jane is the easy one. Well, why could you, you could. say Jane? Well, then I'm saying Jane. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, we could have everyone gets to pick one, maybe mm. something like that. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And then we have what, here, Sacco, I'll let you read this one. This one is a pile of bullshit is what it is. It's called Sarah's Gambit. If my wife predicts the killer before me, I have to finish my drink. Mm -hmm. But we have to lock in a guess before the 21 minute mark, and you can only guess once. Yep. I I think it's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening, baby. It's pure bullshit. I'm going to end up drinking a drink. What if we both get it wrong? I don't know that happens. Then you both have to drink. No, that's garbage. No, I, right. I think it's, we'll it's, a win, it's a win-win for us. <laughs> get screwed in all these things. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, okay, I, like I think it. we're gonna get hammered. Let me save this bad boy, and uh, we will we will go from there. All right, all right, all right. So, what did you guys think about these two episodes? 
I liked them. Yeah. They were fun. They weren't like, I don't think they were anything special, um, but they were cool. The second one, like, just kind of gave me the skeezies. Like, everything about it was just like, <laughs> kind of gross. It was, yeah. But, it, I I had I had some reservations about the first one, but I think I liked the whole, like, the, any, like, femme fatale kind of stuff. It had that, like, old, like, noir kind of. It was a cat. It was also had like a little catch me if you can into it, like the con man stuff. Yeah, was kind of yeah. cool. That that kind of stuff could always be enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. The camp stuff was like creepy. Uh, yeah, but in a way that I was like, I was like, okay, like I wa- I really want Jade to catch these guys, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think they were reasonable episodes. Yeah, I like I like both of them. Decent yeah, enough, like. <laughs> not as good as the mobster one, but no, you know, nope. What are you gonna do? All right, let's uh, let's start it off with the uh, the first episode, which is uh, bu- 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 bu. Miss Red, Miss Red, episode twenty one. Uh so th- this is this is an ep- or what happens on this one? Oh God. This is the one where the uh, <clears throat> CEO of a software company is reported missing, and he done been murdered. Um, so the the show opens up with uh, Rigsby, Jane, and Lisbon at a marina where this guy owned a dock. He's uh he owns a whole bunch of money, uh, or oh, he owns this company and is worth a whole bunch of money. And so they're looking around the boat for him. Rigsby is sick as a dog. <laughs> just like looks fucked up. Just looking miserable. Just stay home, the, my uh, guy. There's no reason. Dude, I don't know why he was he was in the office. Like he went back to the office afterwards. Very confusing. There's but no so, way they took separate cars, right? They all they were all no. in the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's just J- pre-COVID, my man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jane Jane and Lisbon are one hundred percent catching whatever he has um but so they're they're cruising along on the boat and uh trying to find where this guy is see if there's anything there um and i thought it was kind of neat that both jane and lisbon noticed the anchor down while being tied off at the dock at like the exact same moment i thought it was like a cute little thing so they run up to the command center the helm and they're looking for the anchor button and they blow the horn and scare the shit out of Rigsby, which is pretty funny. <laughs> they pull up, they pull up the anchor and there's a dead guy. Bada bing, bada boom, dead body. Is, is this, is this the most extravagant of Jane's? Well, have you checked under the car yet? Yes, I think so. But my, here's my question. It's the same. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. I, did you look under the boat? So I, like, I feel like that needs a, like, a, like a mark, you know, that there needs a person there that's like, why would it be on the, you know, like he's just, yeah, it's just him. He's and, just, they're just searching. And, and we, yeah, we did, also we didn't, figures yeah. it out, you know what I mean? It's we needed like, like an old timey Marine captain to be like, well, we looked everywhere. Yeah. And then like, they were like, but did you look on the anchor? Yeah. Why, so why, my would, question it, why is, would the anchor be down if they're already on the dock? How? And then the guy, and, yeah. How does the guy not float off that anchor when it hits the ground? Well, he was tied to the anchor, right? No, he wasn't. In the flashback, yeah, he, he falls. <laughs> like he just, he just, he's tied up, he but he like throws him off. and then Perfectly onto the anchor, and the guy doesn't like, physics don't make sense on this one. <laughs> but again, 
It's the mentalist. He probably like latched up, like or some yeah. something happened, and he uh, maybe there were crabs <laughs> holding him there. I don't crab, know. Crab, 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 crab. Bunch of crabs. I'm not a sea captain. <laughs> That's true. If you were, you would have been able to tell us what was wrong the whole yeah. time. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, that's the that's the reveal of the body. Um, yeah. The we then get a scene of the victim's brother, who's like this like guitar band bro. Right? <laughs> I thought this guy was gonna play a much more pivotal role yeah. in this episode, but I'm kind of glad that like they introduced him as like, and then they were just like forgot about him, he, just yeah. like threw him aside. I, okay, wh- what does he remind? Because he reminds me of like some famous like actor or like there's like something that he like dude i wrote down in my my notes just who the hell is that guy because i could not for the life of me like you are someone but i don't know who you are (laughs) yeah he kind of looks like a less gray version of the dude i could from uh the big lebowski or or just like maybe just like any generic like washed up 90s (laughs) yeah i was thinking of like what's the guy the main singer from uh Aerosmith, like a young Mc, uh, version Steven of it. Tyler. Steven Tyler, yeah. Okay. Like a young, drugged out Steven Tyler. <laughs> I could so also just, see... So just, so just young Steven Tyler. Dave yeah. Grohl, maybe? It, I gotta rewatch the episode. Well, maybe yeah, Dave Grohl? Dave, Grohl, Dave Grohl's fabulous. He's a good he's man. A nice he's, he's an excellent person, yeah. I guess that's he does kind of look. He does Dave. kind of look a little yeah. bit like that's Dave Grohl. That's a bit of a disservice. <laughs> we make fun of a lot of people, but Dave Grohl, you're nice. But Dave Grohl will always be in our hearts. <laughs> yeah, he's a good one. Ever long, he's in our hearts. It's a sad <laughs> song, but anyways, we uh, he's he just talks about how he, he doesn't like say anything super interesting. He basically is bad at giving alibis yeah. and and mentions that uh, he's gonna have the house now. That- yeah. <laughs> this dude's broke as anything, and he inherits all this shit. It's not about the money, though. Yes. Nope. Wait, sorry, he doesn't spiritual- mention the money. But um, no, he it's does the spiritual say, nature of rock and roll. He does talk about how the victim was in a nice, loving relationship with a, a psychiatrist and that he loved her very much and was thinking about marrying her and how she was much better than the horrible wife who she had a divorce with. And which, to be fair, in our interactions with her in the show, she is pretty horrible. <laughs> She has one of the best opening lines, <laughs> which mm-hmm. we'll get there real soon. But I love her opening line is fantastic. <laughs> uh, let's see. What happens next? Oh, Keith Richards is the person that uh, they compare uh, the brother to, which I think is actually a really fair comparison. From the Rolling Stones, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. No. Okay, I can see it. Um <clears throat> yes, yes. Yeah. Don't they don't they go to uh they go to the company Gaia where we meet the murderer? Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did they say say why or was it just like a Lisbon was like, "Hey, go check out this place." Yeah. Lisbon was just go, go check, check it out. out. Okay. Yeah. What happens here is I go. Uh <clears throat> so they go to Jim Ghoulbrand, the dead guy's company, Gaia Matrix, and some dude named Stuart in a wheelchair who's the head of security, um, who, consequently, does not need a wheelchair, also, consequently, is the murderer, uh, brings Cho and Van Pelt to Rick, who's the 
co-owner of Gaia, Ma- Gaia Matrix. Wow. And Rick is, he's the business guy. Mm-hmm. Jim, Jim was the dude that's like, here's what we're going to do. You never really know. I don't know what the company does. I don't think they ever say what the company is. I, I just thought of it as like some kind of like generic bro, like, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Generic software company. Yeah. It's the but, next Google. <laughs> yeah. But so, so Jim, Jim is the guy that's like, this is what we're going to do to make this work. And he comes up with the ideas. And then Rick is like, no, we need to like the, here's how a business works. Come up with a great idea, but we'll, We'll figure it out later. Rick is um, the Steve Jobs to the murdered guys. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, Was. exactly. Um, and so you know, they th- nothing really comes of that. What you, what I took from that is that Rick doesn't really have a motive to kill the guy. Because he has a very good explanation, which is like, he, like we're partners, yeah. but like. That dude was the bread and butter. Like, I don't do shit with the... <laughs> I can't figure but anything out. That's what Obadiah Stane said about Tony Stark. <laughs> Ooh. Uh-oh. Mm. But anyways, <laughs> this guy, this guy, like, Rick Rick seems to check out for everyone. Um, he, doesn't seem like he's the Until he's later. The one. There is, he does, or the, the team does bring up, like, hey, like, we hear you have some, like, run-ins with the SEC. To which the partner's like, hey, I, I, I got warned that this might happen, and I have a statement about that, which is, I'm getting investigated. This like basically <laughs> just says it back, and they're like, yeah. that's not a... Here's, here's <laughs> what I'm prepared to say about this. I am currently under investigation by the SEC. <laughs> they're like, you didn't Thanks. say anything. And he's like, yep. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. Accurate. I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that. Then I think they go to the psychiatrist, right? Yes, so then uh, Jane and Rigsby Rook. go and meet with them. Yeah, Rigsby, of course, is still a horrible mess. He just, <laughs> I don't know. Do you think the actor was sick and they just wrote it in, or do you think that like it, this was the plan all along? There, there's it had to because like the, how like ham fisted Rigsby is yeah. with like his cold. Plus you- You had to figure out a way to get Brooke, the fake doctor, to write him a script, right? (laughs) Because that was that was how. I mean, she could just write him a script for like anything, not being an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Here's here's smarty pants pills, you dumb dumb. So so uh, we meet with, and this is one of one of the two con con people, con women. On this episode, Um, she plays essentially what is the femme fatale. I don't. We'll see if she comes back. It like the the episode sort of yeah, they implies left the door open. that she might yeah. come back, but um, so far so far waiting for Jane. We have two mobsters in this. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. and and the other quote unquote mentalist, right? That oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh her, that so, guy, yeah. I really oh, that hope, girl. I really hope she oh, comes back for the drinking game. We should have the reappearance if any one of those four characters. Oh, that's, oh that's yeah, a cheer and goal. I mean, that's a cheer and goal yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't. We she kind of. Um, you know, answers all their questions pretty pretty easily, and Jane starts like kind of poking, prodding, and she's like, "Oh, you want to know like why I'm working? Like, I if I didn't do this, like I would be a mess. Like, I obviously loved my husband, or not my husband, but I love, love the victim, whatever his name is. And as no one came. <laughs> as Sacco mentioned, like as they're like both talking, Rigsby's literally like dying in a corner. <laughs> And she's mm-hmm. like, All right, here, like, take this script and like, fit, like, it'll like make you feel better. Which is like, thank you. And they then they go back to the office. Um, 
to which we learn pretty much everyone's alibis sort of play out. Like the the brother's alibi, like he he had a name with someone that he was like sleeping with the night of the murder, and it's like that checks out. The uh, the partner I think had an alibi, or it, basically they're like, all right, so like nothing too much is happening here. <laughs> and Cho kind of like turns to Riggs, but he's like, "Yo, dude, like how are you still like this has happened? Like you because he's still uh, Rigsby still looks like death." And Cho's like, "You gotta like fix this, like whatever's going on here." Um and and. Van Pelt's like, didn't, didn't, or like, he, or, uh, Rigsby mentions that he got a script or something, and he, like, says the name of whatever the script is, to which, like, Jane perks up, and he's like, ah, good, give me that, and he, like, looks at it, and he's like, How, when have you seen a doctor's note that you could read before? <laughs> which, uh, I, <laughs> that's paper thin, even for Jane. It's, yep. It's paper thin for Jade, but it is peak network television. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The fact that, you know, it's like, this is how, like, a a lead occurs is that you could, like, that you would not see that on, like, an HBO. (laughs) That's basically Jane saying, like, well, before we went in the office, I ate an apple and she did not run away from me. (laughs) Yep. Suspicious? I think so. (laughs) I. I very much I I chuckled <laughs> at the idea of the whole situation. It was pretty stupid, but also <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> oh, also okay, it's and and this is this is not the first episode where this happens, but like Jade really does hate doctors, huh? Yeah, yeah. There's some there's some <laughs> deep seated thing in there. He, he talks about how like this lady she's like oh yeah she can't be a doctor like she's not giving off the cold and creepy vibe that all doctors give off she was warm and personable (laughs) and i think elizabeth's like all right so yeah you like her that's the only reason she can't be a doctor he's like yeah no that's that checks out that's pretty much exactly what i'm thinking of (laughs) but van but then van pelt looks her up and finds out that she that brooke harper the doctor is actually a 64 year old woman which is not this Brooke Harper. She ain't 64. <laughs> no. She's like, young lady. Well, yeah, so they they go to kind of talk to her again. What happens here, Scott? Um, so back at the office, we see Brooke is interacting with a patient, and she's already, like, making her getaway because she's basically telling the patient that she's, like, leaving the practice and, like, here's her, like, personal number in case he ever needs to, like, reach her. Uh, and then the assistant comes in and like knocks and it's like CBI is here and they want to talk to you and she's like oh I'll be right out and she's like no they really want to talk to you <laughs> um, and then we get the funny like she'll be like okay I'll be right out and and as she's talking to the pa- the patient she takes the number back and then slowly creeps out the back window <laughs> <laughs> at which point we get uh, Cho and Briggsby I think like break into the office and then realize that she's like peaced out and left. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh we get I, I wanna say like the next scene is like Cho having to explain what happened to Jada Rigsby. <laughs> and I think Cho Cho says she's like she had a head start. She 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 didn't elude us. And then Jade kind of looks at him and Cho's like, alright, alright, she eluded. <laughs> 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 Uh, so with that yeah the big development we get after that is that Van Pelt checks the bank records as she does mm-hmm, as yeah. she do mm-hmm. 
Uh, and we get the basically the impetus for this entire episode, which is that apparently he has withdrawn over series of, I don't know, a couple of months or something, $10 million in cash. That's big money, that baby. Is, that has disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Stack it up, baby. This is, um, and, and I think Lisbon's like, all right, divvies up the responsibilities. And she's like, hey, Van Pelt, Rigsby, like, go talk to the ex-wife. <laughs> and this is where, I feel like you want to talk about this just I don't know why this line but it, <laughs> again it's something about network television that I just love and like this is I'm sure it's procedurals too but it's like this is like peak network television of like caricatures of human beings so like the it cuts to this lady like with her friends like out and she's like has some like I don't know like white wine or something and she says uh, where is it <laughs> and they had the nerve to send me a gold Mercedes instead of a black one, so I sent it back. Which is <laughs> just like in one line. How do you make someone see? Yeah, you what's the worst thing you could be heard saying? <laughs> She's the worst. <laughs> anyway, I really love that puppy, so I had it encased in gold <laughs> so that I could treasure it forever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god. Um so Van Pelt and Rigsby like go to talk to her. She like basically kick out her friends because like we can just we can just take you in if you don't wanna, you know, go into the office. She's like, fine. Um and she kinda talks about how like she sued the victim multiple times, like for the money that she deserved. Um you know, essentially like a pretty like bad divorce situation. Um to which they bring up, our Van Pelt brings up, like, hey, like, so, like, we found out that your husband was, like, hiding away, like, $10 million. And she, the second she hears that, she's like, like, I knew it, that son of a bitch. <laughs> and she's like, where's the money? Like, I I deserve half of that money. <laughs> uh, and basically, they're like, oh, okay, like, you you didn't know, huh? Like, all right. Um, they ask for her alibi, to which, like, she, like, starts to say something and then it's basically like 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 fuck off like i tell yeah, you guys my shit. alibi is go fuck yourself and when i like initially heard that i was like man that's like the worst thing you could say <laughs> it's just i ain't telling you my alibi get out of here mm-hmm then Don't we get they? the uh, we get the drawing board scene, right? Yeah, Ooh. Jane playing Pictionary. <laughs> this is another. This was this was some thin Jane stuff going on. J- in this Jane episode. is not the sleuth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it all. I mean, it all worked out, didn't it? It does, yeah, but yeah. it's not as it's not as A game. This is like <laughs> we're in like D plus game. Yeah. <laughs> What's he basically just like puts a bunch of like scribbles on a board of like stuff that she had bought previously and then stuff she's bought recently, which includes like a wig, like a man's wig and like men's clothing and cigars. Mm-hmm. And from that, and then he like tries to walk Cho through it and Cho's not having it because he's like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> 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 but basically that leads them to the idea that she's trying to like find out where the money's hidden and oh. one of those places might be like a gentleman's club. So that's uh, we forgot the ex-wife is when when she hears about the 10 million she's like that's what that fucking key was cuz I guess yeah, he had a key, a key that he always kept around his neck. Yeah, um, said it was a gym locker key. To and when when Jane's trying to figure out the stuff on the billboard like Van Pelt like, brings up the key and he's like, "Oh, that's what it, like like 
um, she's like, that's what she was doing. She took the key, and she, now she's trying to, like, open up, you know, try to figure out where the safe stuff is. Um, there must be a lock if there's a key. <laughs> yep. And you know, what what happens next, Psycho? So I, I like this part. They Jane, Jane and Cho head down to this fancy swank-ass club, um, and they walk in the door. It's just like there's people smoking cigars and, like, limos and stuff opening up the door. They walk in, and and Jane just tries to walk past the woman sitting at the desk that's, like, letting people in, I'm assuming, checking IDs and stuff. And he walks by, and he's like, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm Jim Goldbrand, and the, like, owner comes running down, or the, the head manager. He's like, sir, I know Jim Goldbrand, and you are not him. <laughs> and Cho looks at me and goes, so what? What are you doing? Why did what? Like, what are you doing? Why didn't you just ask? And he goes, "Oh, okay, you could try that." And Joe looks at the guy. And goes, "Hey, is Jim Goldbrand a member here?" And the guy goes, "Sir, we don't talk about our members here." <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty. Oh, well, that was it was good. excellent. So like, and then in another stupid little thing, Jane starts to just walk down the stairs, and the guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! We can't just let any riffraff in this building. This is a private <laughs> club." And and Jane's like. Further, he goes, yeah, so I'm doing more information here. You can't just walk right in. You got to be able to sneak in. And uh, Cho's like, we got to look around here. And the guy's like, no, you're not going to look around here. And he goes, well, <laughs> if you want us to wait for a warrant, we can do that. But once we do that, we're going to get a lot of paperwork and we're going to get to interrogate every single one of your members. The guy goes, welcome to the backgammon club. <laughs> <laughs> they, they let him in. Yep, uh, and then yep. Jane... Jane goes and swindles some dude for $20,000. He has a gambling problem. <laughs> he definitely has a gambling problem. Is it gambling so, when he knows he's going to win? Yeah. I no, mean, when he's cheating. When he's he actually cheating. cheating. But, like, I don't know if you can actually cheat the way that he was cheating. That's, that's some BS. Well, can you also hit the guys? <laughs> I was going to say, this, we clearly know he just dude has superpower. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Did So, question for you guys, though. Did that... Uh, did that dude that he was playing backgammon against look like a weird Sasha Baron Cohen? I mean, I mean he had a very distinct look to him. It was. It felt like very much like a European... Um, I think he was a prince, so I'm assuming yeah. he was like some sort of Middle Eastern whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he had like the, the very like groomed, like very tight appearance. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it is great because... Cho is just like deadpan looking because <laughs> Cho obviously knows that Jane is just fucking <laughs> swindling. <laughs> and and he I mean, he definitely knows that this dude can manipulate dice, which which is great, right? Because it's not like Jane is like doing any other sleight of hand stuff. He's, he's just literally willing these yeah. these uh these dice to be exactly what he wants. Um <laughs> what I liked is that uh because basically they're going like, to um, uh, basically waste time until uh, the, the con woman shows up. Brooke. Brooke shows up. And mm -hmm. when she does, he's like, all right, hey, listen, like my like my girlfriend just came up. like, And the guy's like, oh, okay, like no problem. Like it's probably good. Like so what do I owe you, like 20K? And Jane's like, yep, nope, it's 20K. <laughs> like give me that. <laughs> give me that money. <laughs> and then like looks over at Cho and he's like, uh, like, all right, listen, I was. I just put it away. I was gonna take it, but uh, my I think he said he was gonna donate it to like a worthy cause or something like that. 
<laughs> and he he says, "My friend here is a moralist of childish simplicity." Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then cheats right in front of him, and it's great. Yep. <laughs> and they go, they go, and like they follow her, and she like goes and tries to do brandishes the key and tries to open up the locker to no avail. Um, and they kind of, they kind of catch up to her and they're like, Hey, listen, like whatever, just standard banter stuff. <laughs> and she, she's like, what? I, like, and like, they like handcuff her and take her into the office. Uh, meanwhile, as this stuff's happening, we have Van Pelt and Rigsby on a stakeout. What's the, uh, what's the food of choice on this stakeout for Rigsby? He's eating a salad, and I thought oh, yeah. it was adorable. Oh, it is. He's yeah. trying to. I, do you think it's because Van Pelt's there that he's not just like coughing oh, down ketchup? For packets? sure. For sure. sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> it was cute. Like he's, he spilled a little piece of salad on him, and Van Pelt reaches over and picks it off. I'm like, oh, I was starting to worry about you. You were feeling really sick and stuff. It was very cute. And, and, and I think like he gets. He's like, oh man, I'm, like, he wants to like say something, and then she's like, hey, check it out. <laughs> the, the partner and the ex-wife are fucking smooching faces over, over there. Smoochy, smoochy. <laughs> oh, God, that's going to be... I don't want to listen to that part. Have yeah, fun with that. Have to listen to that so many times. <laughs> um, we, we get... So, like, they both start, like, in, like ask, like, the ex-wife and the partner, like, hey, like, what's going on? Um, the The partner mentions, like, hey... Um, he he says like basically like that they like I think they were like romantically interested in each other but like they had no like ill will or like he didn't want to like sleep with her or something like there's something weird there but yeah. he, he was they basically started banging like right around when they got divorced anyway so there's some like questions about when that started actually happening in the end it doesn't matter but <laughs> right she he his whole thing is like he the company's been like losing like has been falling for months like the stock has been falling for months and like he didn't want to introduce a sex scandal to all this like they're they're hurting enough as it is um then and he didn't know that the other guy was cooperating with the sec and when rigsby brings that up he's like all right we're like we're done here dude i'm out. <laughs> i can't talk about the sec we've been over this <laughs> i've given my statement Statement. <laughs> the Do not uh, make me repeat it again <laughs> I think I think Van Paul's talking to the ex-wife. She doesn't really have anything super useful to say either, other than like she's like, "Oh, I'm trying to find my fucking ten mil, dude. Where where my ten mil at?" Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> uh, bu- bu- bu. To be fair, both of those people suck. So. <laughs> yeah, they kind of do. Uh, I think the next scene is Cho. Is it Cho interrogating the con woman? I think so. No, I thought it was Jane, wasn't it? Is it Jane? Well, Jane is Jane in Ancho? there. Yeah. Or maybe it's just Jane by himself, which is weird. He, he figures out who she was at this point, right? That it's Lindsay, yeah, not he has Brooke. the file, yeah. yeah. Not, not, because no, that, I thought that was the second time. Hang this on, is man. the second time. That, like, this is. They didn't bring her, they interrogated her at her, at her work. Then she escaped. Yeah. This is when they then they caught her. Then they cut to the other scene. Now they're they're talking to her. This is where she's like she says she's like from like Britain, right? And she like yeah, has like a horrible yeah, yeah. accent. Yeah. And and like Jade's like Oh. 
Yeah. Maybe so, that was before. No, it's after. It's 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 in okay. a future. It's in the scene where he gives her or like leaves her the key. So that doesn't happen. Yet. Okay. So so like right now, they're just like essentially having like back and forth. So like Jane's trying to kind of like pry into like they're both essentially lying, right? Because like she's yeah. like, yep. "How did you find me?" And Jane's like, "Oh, I planted the device." And they're like, "So who are you?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna even try." I'm to Amelia, I'm whatever. I'm Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, she's like, "I, I just love stealing stuff. That's what I'm all about." Stealing. Wasn't that before? Wasn't that before though? No, because this is this is her like. No, there's off. like it, she yeah. It's, it's the same time that she's been. With them, but they cut from this one to go do oh, other stuff and then cut okay. back. And she's still she's got still it. Like, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, now I remember. They, I, I want to say that like nothing super. You don't learn much. You don't learn much. There's on a this whole planet, lot of not right? learning much in this episode. <laughs> well, you. So this is when you find out that she's actually Lindsay Smith. Yeah. No. No. And no. I think. Th- I think that's later. That's later because he doesn't have the file yet. Huh. But at, I think this is the point where they break away to when Jane and uh, Lisbon are talking to uh, the security guy yeah. again. The actual. Oh murderer. yeah, they go talk to wheelchair dude. It, it, it ends with Jane being like, "Oh man, she's good." Or you know, Cho yeah. is definitely there because that's yeah. Because the second good. time, he, the he second goes, time, yep. yeah, the second time Cho is not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's yeah. Right. So it's, go- it's coming back to me now because 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 yeah. he mentions like okay. So did you know about the ten mil? And she's like, "What? What ten mil? Like, why would Jim Kim keep ten mil in a locker? What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Oh man, she's the best." <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they um, they do go and talk to the the murderer guy. Uh, what happens here, Psycho? Uh, yeah, so they go they go talk to him, and this is where Jane does stupid things, which I I think comes off super funny later <laughs> on at the end when they reveal how he figured it out, but. They they basically uh, are just interrogating this guy, and they're like, "You're the security chief. You know where the money is." Mm-hmm. Jim was like, "You were Jim's right hand man when it came to security, all things firewall, encryption, blah, blah blah." So what what did you do? Where is it hidden? Like we know you know. And he's like, "Look, honestly, he asked me about this thing, and he he told me about the money, um, and he asked he asked me what I would do." but I don't know where he put it, right? He's like, you can't, you know, they're like, oh, it's a safe. And he's like, no, it can't be a safe at your own house because that's subject to search, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, so Jane's like, so we hit it in plain sight, huh? And the guy's like, yeah, I guess that's the deal. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of this, the whole time Jane is flipping the key up in the air and he drops it on the ground. (laughs) And you're like, you think nothing of it because the show... The way that they show it is just like he drops it on the ground, he goes down, he picks it up, mm-hmm. and he smiles when he gets back up. And you're like, that's kind of weird that he's smiling <laughs> as he sits up. Didn't cross my mind for anything. Scene goes, right? Yeah. Just, and that's that's like yeah. the whole of that scene, right? That, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking, dude, why does Jade hate people with disabilities, dude? I don't it's, get it. It's outlandish. It is outlandish. Oh, God. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap back. I do love time. what he says at the end, though. Yeah. Uh, so, what we got? What we it's got? so Jane. It is very much Jane. Is this when they go back in and figure yeah, out? I think yeah. we get we get more interrogation after this, and he has the file. Yeah, he 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 like brings up like who who she really is yeah. and stuff, and I 
he basically tells her to run away, which yeah. I didn't. Yeah, like. and like Lee, and like leaves the door, like like displays that the door is open, and then he does forget the like forgets the key. I don't even too. know if he right. forget. He like pretty much all it out just leaves it for her, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I do <laughs> enjoy though He's that he, trap. he initially says that like he tracked her with a GPS like locator, and then the second time actually does yeah. have a GPS locator. <laughs> yeah. It is very good. It is very good. Uh, and, and like before, he like essentially lets her go. He kind of, kind of mocks her almost. Like he's like, "Man, like you, you did this so well, but you like you didn't even check with the chief security guy. Like he, like if all you had to do was just fucking like look at him, and he would have told you where it is. Like you really fucked up. Anyway, you should go. And here's a key. <laughs> like, yeah. Like for all of her smarts, like like she probably should have clued a little bit. Sussed that out a bit. <laughs> yeah. Real real dumb on her. Like to the point where I thought like it was gonna be like they're like following and it like what it's not even gonna be her, you know, it's like another like yeah. one of those, but it just it doesn't happen. Put it in a garbage truck. Well what we do what we do see is like at a train station we have like all the CBI kind of undercover in different areas and she like gets out of like I don't know if it's like off a bus with um This was a this was a Beck's favorite scene, by the way. Oh god. My before we go before we go any further into the train station. Yeah. Why does Lisbon hate train stations so much? Wait, why does she, she what it, happens? It's it, I th- the point I think she's trying to make is that it's a terrible place to do this kind of thing because there's so many people, there's so many exits, there's okay. so much noise that like it's impossible for her to manage the risk of the situation. Okay. Is what she's trying to explain. Do, All right. Does she just say I hate train stations? Or? She was like a train station. This is the worst place. It's like she gets oh, okay. overly angry about a <laughs> yeah. train station, which makes total like of all the places yeah. where you're trying to manage risk and yeah. stuff. Like there's like uh, there's train hundreds station, of people airports. bustling about noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even yeah. like an airport, it's not like you can like hop on a plane and it like immediately takes yeah. off. It's like. Uh, so we we and see, there's security. We see her like with like a she has a gun and she's kind of like. Like, she's got a gun. She's like halfway out or like the sort of concealed gun that she's using to coerce the um a man in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, the dude in the wheelchair to like kind of say like where the the money is. Uh they basically go over to the like community lockers and um she goes to open it and there's this huge giant black duffel bag presumably with the money that she's like pulling out of there to which it cuts back to the dude in the wheelchair and it's like, and he gets up out of the wheelchair and grabs the gun and, and is like, it, this money's mine. Like, you, like, give it to me. And the CBI like swarms in. Jane, of course, knew all this because Lisbon was like, all right, like, let's take him in. And Jane's like, hang on. There's another part to be revealed. Because <laughs> I looked at this dude's feet and there are scuff marks. He he takes him in. Uh, they take him in. Uh, the con woman tries to like leave, and Pelt stops her in her tracks and takes her into. Um, and this is where we we get the master plan, which again, it it's not as bad as what was the Tommy fucking Tommy. Yeah, like that one was re- that was grade A shitty. Like this is for me, it was like lower grade A shitty. Where it's like it's shitty because I feel like of that Tommy episode where it's just like. Like, can you can you have someone and like not be 
<laughs> so so this one this one didn't bother me as much because I don't think the disability was the main like that guy he could have just been a dude standing up right it doesn't that doesn't mean anything in the episode yeah it was like the character that he was playing the difference between this which is still bad and the Tommy one is that like if he didn't act with mental disabilities mm-hmm. with with big then none of the thing could happen, right? Like, that was the only reason that he got away with all this shit. I, I think because of that episode, the well was tainted, to which yeah. the second I saw this guy in a wheelchair, my first thought was like, oh, no. Like, pl- like, like please don't have something bad happen. And like, I, I thought it was the wheelchair guy basically right off the bat because, like, this is weird. What are you planted here in the wheelchair for, bud? <laughs> the guy in the wheelchair... It says, like, as part of... Because he's also a con man, right? There's two con people here. He says, nothing says trustworthy like a wheelchair. Like, like, come on. What is this world that you guys have That's kind of bad. I think I missed that line. At at no point does he say he needs the wheelchair. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But, like... Maybe it's a a vanity (laughs) wheelchair. Apparently, you can never trust anyone with disabilities in this world because they're always gonna be fucking. Huh. Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there is. We, tr- um... we trust Rigsby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's mean, Scott. <laughs> he's just—he's a lovable guy. All right. Um, we we get like his whole master plan, which is that he like. He's a con man. He fi- he found out this is like an easy mark. This dude like kind of like does stuff um a little bit unorthodox and um <laughs> to be fair though how how obviously easy of a mark does he have to be to have attracted two con people in the same exact time frame <laughs> very impressive like, yeah. like don't don't you think there should have been follow-up by the cpi to be like how many more con people like is this <laughs> anyone is anyone at this company actually like do the thing that they say they do <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all just a big shell corporation <laughs> it's yeah it's got it's con people all the way down not great and, he kind of talks about like how like he weaseled his way in and like gave his information and you know his his plan was to once once he knew that the like he had the ten million in like the the train station he was gonna he he like shows up at the the yacht kills him and takes the key but the key now doesn't work because the um Brooke had swapped the key exactly yeah. she she had a she had a duplicate that she swapped it out with and. So the key wasn't working, and he was—he didn't know what happened until Jane and Lisbon like showed up, and Jane started flipping the key like like in his face and talking about this this other the the psychiatrist, psychiatrist girlfriend. And as I've been double crossed, <laughs> as Jane's like about to walk away, he's like, "Wait, I need to know. Like, how did you know it was me?" To, to his jits, like, listen, whenever I meet someone in a wheelchair, I need, I don't trust them for a second, all right? I, Jade, just inherently disbelieve that anyone could just be in a wheelchair as a human being. So I need to check this dude. <laughs> I, need to, I need to check this dude's feet because he wants to catch this dude <laughs> in the act of being in a wheelchair. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Yeah, but so that's what he does, right? And, and to your part, Scott. I, I want I want this later to come back and like he finds another person in a wheelchair and their and their shoes are dirty and he like rips them out and he's like, My brother gave me these shoes. <laughs> Anyway, I'll, it'll be much better if they do a callback. But like in my head, I'm just like, why? Why do you hate these people, Jane? Uh, oh. But he, I, I, in all honesty, from the character's perspective, <laughs> I think that it sort of it echoes the way that he thinks about things. Right? That is that he would ha- like that's a gambit yeah. that he would play. Be you know, and he, and he because of that, of, he is inherently yeah. distrustful that other people might do the same thing. It's not yeah. unique. It, yeah, I mean, he, he distrusts yeah. everybody, right? And, yeah, and this like, is... he's always thinks someone's like like it's funny because we haven't seen that many con like con people in the show like in general. Yeah. Like I feel like you could almost see more of it. But I feel like he approaches literally every person as if they were a con person, and this just <laughs> it just happens to like suss out these people, and you know. But there probably could have been could be more examples of him like failing to like like, <laughs> into, like doing this, and then it not being the case. Yeah, but more failure yeah. would be good. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, so he mentions like, hey, like, so when I like looked under the table like i saw you had like marks on your shoes like and that's how i knew and then he does have a kind of funny thing where like that's what he says and then he's like i've been he says i've been checking shoes for years <laughs> and this first is the time first it's time it's ever paid off <laughs> but he said the acting is so good in this scene because like he's so excited he's like and this is the first time it's paid off <laughs> And as he says that, isn't he like leaving the room, or he like doubles back, and he's like, "And this is the first time." <laughs> he's very and excited, like, and then like he's so out. excited, which admittedly is very funny. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like that. That was like it was so good. That was so good. Um, <laughs> he he kind of and so that's basically wraps up everything. He does go back and talk to Brooke. Um, on that time, being like, "Hey, listen, like I can't let you go a second time." Um, and kind of has some advice for her being like, Hey, like you you got to stop trying to be the smartest person in the room. Hey, I'm always going to be the smartest person in the room. Deal B, with that. It's going to like come bite you in the ass. Um, and Brooke basically is like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, so my ass hurts a little bit. Like I'll still be the smartest person in the room most of the time. Um, and then there's kind of, there's an enjoyable thing where, uh, like one of the cops shows up to like take her to the and he like he like kind of peeks in and he's like Brooke Harper and she's like no I'm Jessica Walters Brooke's over there <laughs> like she cannot he, like, help goes to leave, she yeah. has to she like every little interaction she has to always be like pulling something which is nice I, yeah. I it was yeah. it was pretty I cool. thought it was cute um and then she mentions like hey I'll be seeing you and uh, walks off. One of the cops like you won't be seeing anyone, and then Jane I think is like I wouldn't be so sure of that, <laughs> which is like a very like like uh, I don't know it's weird thing for the for the cop to say yeah. after he, he she like literally like pulled one on him like not two <laughs> yeah, seconds yeah. ago. You you have some very it's short like, attention span. <laughs> yeah, you just fell for this. It uh honestly it reminded me a little bit of like a Batman villain, you know like. Yeah. Like like yeah, you're being sent up to Arkham. I'm sure we'll I'm sure you'll never see you again. Yeah. Oh, I'll be back. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That was that was episode twenty one. Yeah. Dece. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It was good. <clears throat> I yeah, I think it 
for having say, like a bunch of con, like two like competing con man con woman like it it left some stuff on the table. I think I think like that's yeah. a really cool premise that didn't quite. Meet. Yeah, they didn't take it very far. Yeah, yeah. But overall, yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. And then we get the uh, the juvie camps <laughs> campground episode. I feel like we could sum up this episode in like literally like thirty seconds. <laughs> like I feel like nothing. Like as much as I thought this was like a like fairly enjoyable episode, mm-hmm. I feel like nothing happens in this episode. There's a yeah, lot there really of, isn't a ton. It plays around with like the mythological idea. lore, mythological, but it's yeah. not even good. It's not good because we like, know. Like I mean. You know, it's not gonna fool us that there's like an actual. No, but like, like, give me like like a chupacabra, so you know, like <laughs> some some neat. <laughs> where, where this episode succeeds is, I feel like I really hated the principal, like from like yeah. super early on. So it was from like, Jump Street, you're like, yeah. this guy sucks, man. So I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, I, I was all the way in on uh, like making like being like, oh, I this feels good. It feels good to root against somebody <laughs> yeah. so so early. Um, that guy's the worst. So yeah, let's let's just jump into it. So the the scene opens on um the CBI coming like meeting with one of the local cops and coming upon a dead kid in the woods. Um this dude face down, he has a tracker on like tied to his leg, and he has a big blow to the head. Um Let's see. We get another refresher that regular cops do not like Patrick James. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Hate him. Just straight hate him. This, well, this cop also just doesn't like most people. <laughs> she yeah. just doesn't want to be bothered. Yeah. Um, and uh, she, so Jane kind of like looks over the kid for like half a second. He's like, all right, I have everything I need to know. Like, you guys can like move on. She's like, like, this is what you call police work. And then he kind of like lays lays out all, all the, the notes to bear, which is like, oh, like. He got an altercation, but it wasn't here. Like, there's, you know, the, the the ground is unaltered, but there's, like, scuff marks, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, the standard Sherlock nonsense. Um, and we do, we do, he does offhandedly mention that, like, because the, the principal guy's there and the cop's there. And he's like, he's like, you guys fucking hate each other, huh? Um, they definitely don't deny it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, nope. Well, all right. Um, and he's like, oh, it was like dark that night. So like he must have, and like, he like brings everyone over like to go up, walk up a hill. And that's where we see is the, is the idea that they, he, the victim actually was buried alive. I wasn't quite sure about this. Yeah. That's what, that's kind of what it seemed like oh. is that yeah. like someone attempted to bury them at, like weekly. And then he, he like, I guess woke up from being unconscious, but then died of <laughs> like yeah exposure, I guess is probably yeah. what he died of. Probably. Um, it I when I first saw that, like them coming up, I thought it was like much I thought it was gonna be like a ritual kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping for some kind of like crazy Yeah. yeah which stuff, isn't but. actually it was just like more like there was graffiti on a rock. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is Z like, crew for life. Yeah, it wasn't quite the same. You're you're these kids are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, my it's not they're, you're looking for depth here, and what you're getting is like twelve year old children. So, <laughs> yeah. how bad are the local cops for not finding that grave that's approximately thirty feet away from where the kid died? Like, <laughs> there's, there's look, no way to tell. Okay. Look, I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why let's don't you just, just look under the car? This is a look just, under the car situation. Yeah, let's just, just wrap it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm only here, so I don't get fined. 
That grave could have been there for weeks. There's a lot of there's a lot of empty graves around here. All right, Zacho. <laughs> they um. So the, the kid was part of this. What this uh, basically a kid's version of jail, right? That's what this is. Yeah, it's basically wilderness juvie. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we see the the principal kind of gathers everyone. Principal. Principal McLean. McLean. John McLean. He's a douche. <laughs> the big clown. He calls everyone to um, all all the kids to to a meeting uh, where the CBI is there, and, and he says some fucking horseshit stuff. This is where I was like, "Oh fuck this guy." Um, he's like, "Yeah, no, there's like some like so we all know that whatever his name died. I forget his Justin. name. Justin. Justin died. Justin Prentice." His, he says, and I quote, his death cannot become your crutch for a negative attitude. <laughs> uh, don't, I, what are you going to do, cry about yeah, it? Listen, don't come to me talking yeah, about your, your, problem. your friend's death. Cause I ain't dead friend. <laughs> I'm here and I'm not dead. So how don't, about be that? A, don't be a baby, you nerds. <laughs> yeah. Some of the kind of like, I, I forget, like one of the kids like asks a question or something. Out of turn a bit. Out yep. of Cause, turn. Cause that, he takes him aside and he's like, speak only when recognized as part of the discussion. Which is like, hey. Don't make me slap you again. <laughs> it's like, yo, dude, this kid is like eight years old. <laughs> like, fucking relax, my guy. <laughs> um, we do see the, the, the victim's parents kind of show up. They don't... I thought for some reason the father like punched a principal, but maybe it was just in my head because he doesn't. They have an altercation, but the actor who plays the dad is the worst actor I might have ever (laughs) seen in any television show of all time. I didn't. He's not very good. But he's so bad. My favorite part of this little like mini scene, and I don't know if you guys caught it, but I I I was laughing is when the dad comes in and like gets ready to fight Principal McLean. Yeah. McLean backs up and puts his hands yeah, up like he's like going to karate chop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was really funny. It was excellent. <laughs> Defensive maneuvers. What are you, you going to do, buddy? Uh-oh, we lost <laughs> we lost you, Bick. Oh, uh, no. He's still here. Uh, he's still here. Uh, well, you're still here. We just can't see you. There well, it bam. is. Well, ah, bam. There, there he is. He's but back. Now, now we're just like listeners. We can't see you. <laughs> uh... We <laughs> we get Jade who kind of like follows the principal back to his like his quarters, um, and the principal's adamant of being like, "Hey, this whole thing needs to be resolved quickly." All right, I'm a busy man. I got- yeah, I'm, and I'm totally on the up and down. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do my one on ones. All right, I like, what can I say? Um, and so Jade like asks some questions about the victim, like, "Hey, like, so like this? Why does he have like a tracker like on?" On on his ankle, um, to which the principal's like, "Oh yeah, though, like listen, we, you know, we we pride ourselves in like, like turning these troubled kids, like bring them back on the like the straight path, uh, but like this, the victim was still in like a rebellious phase, so we had to punish him by doing eight hours in the reflecting room, <laughs> which AKA solitary confinement. Yeah, that's real fucked up. Eight hours." And then, you know, tracking him with a monitoring device. Uh, and Jade's like, hey, do, do the parents know you're doing this kind of stuff? And he's like, oh, it's in page three of the brochure, man. I don't. <laughs> it's all it's all by the book. Uh, so effed. <laughs> uh, so Jade asks, like, hey, listen, I've got to talk. Like, 
I need to talk to Justin's friends, like get some leads. And the principal's like, sure, sure, sure. But like one of my employees must be there. And he says, it's the law. And Jane's like, Re- is it the law? Like, really? Um, he's like, all right, Isn't this sure. When- That's news to me. <laughs> Isn't this when Cassie comes in too? Oh, yeah, she does. She- Cassie does come in um, to... <laughs> To give him a cup of coffee, right? Cup tea. of tea. A cup of tea. Cup of tea. <laughs> and, and in a cup with the Z on and, it. And, a bunch and deliver, of Zs. Deliver what must be the weakest threat. <laughs> yeah. That she doesn't obviously do, but we'll find that out later. Um, what happens next? Um. <clears throat> Cho they and search. Rigby they search. Are, his, yeah, they search his tents. tent. And they find a map. <laughs> they do find the map with the Z crew hideouts and skulls. And I think we find out uh, Cho Cho compares this place. Cho, nugget? Cho compares this place to Spring Break in Cancun compared to Juvie because because Rigsby's like oh, this is basically Juvie. No. And Rigsby's like, how would you know what Juvie's like? He's like, that I was I was in Juvie. And he's like, wait, what? He goes, yeah, you didn't read my file? He's like, no, that's not right. And he goes, I read your file. (laughs) Did you read my file? No. (laughs) Now I really want to know what Cho was in Juvie for. And we find out later. He'll take that to his grave. We 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 don't find out later. We find out later that it's for the usual things. That's all he says. (laughs) Yeah. um... I'm going to guess Grand Theft Auto. That's my guess. That's a that's aggressive. I can see it. Can all see right, a little joyride. Yeah. The uh, well, so they they find the map and Lisbon's like, all right, like go. <laughs> and Rigsby says, oh, it could be treasure. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did like that. Uh, it's a it's a children's map. It's not the same, <laughs> a good map, right? But Lisbon's like, yeah. all right, like there's like there's like a skull and you know ominous stuff. So this like, would have hey. been so much better if this turned out to be like a Goonies episode, but oh, it really yeah. it really does. Didn't quite hit that nope. high. No. Um. So so uh, Lisbon kind of sends them off to um to go search there and then we see uh, a, b- a bunch of the kids getting taught instructions on how to tie a knot by this other instructor and then, <laughs> as she's showing them how to tie a knot a kid laughs or something and she's like hey one hour in solitary in the hole go to the hole <laughs> ain't no one chuckling in front of me and she points at someone else the other kid, and she's like you do 25 25- I'm like, this is like the amount of power that this person has is trying to hold over these kids. You 16 lashings at dog. <laughs> like, motherfuckers, you're, tired, you're trying to tie a knot, dude. It's all right. It's all right if the kid laughs. I um, love I love that the kid that she tells you 25, he's like, no, he's the one who started all this. I'm not going to do that. Look, fatty, give me 25. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna put you in that hole myself. <laughs> uh, but oh, then, it's ridiculous! But uh, Jane walks up, and what happens here, Psycho? Oh, Jane em- <laughs> just like eviscerates this lady. He walks up. He's like, "Hey, you! What are you doing over here? <sighs> I was sold. I need to talk to these kids. Hold this for me." And he like hands her his water bottle, <laughs> and he takes he takes the the rope out of her hands, and he starts like tiny. He's like. I'm Patrick Jane. I'm part of the CBI. You see this badge? This is what you're going to listen to now. Pay attention to me. Do everything I say. And the woman's like, 
whoa, whoa, whoa. He's just giving her a taste of her own medicine. He <laughs> ties her hands up yeah. and, and takes the water bottle back. And she's like, whoa, you can't tie me up. He goes, yes, I can. Just did. Your boss told me to do it. <laughs> Take it up with that guy. Don't talk she, to me. The only thing he doesn't do is like kick her in the butt yeah. like as she's leaving. So she falls in the... And she just, she's like, okay, well, I guess I got to go. And she sprints off. Yeah. And then Jane, in classic Jane fashion, starts to interrogate all the children. I, you, all you kids tell me what happened. Yeah, so he's he's unsupervised interrogating all of these children. Uh, and he's, you know, he's he asks who's been there the longest. He talks to this kid who's named Elliot, who's been there for two years. Um, and... Murderer, the, Elliot. He's the murderer. He's he's a psycho. Sociopath, maybe. He's got no soul. Yeah, zero soul. <laughs> um, but so they they ask, you know, he starts asking all the kids, and all the kids say that Justin was basically a normal kid, but he fought a lot of people. It was like a good kid that just getting into fights. Mm-hmm. Um they they all get like real sketchy when Jane asks why what was going on in the woods. And somebody that says the axe man Zachariah lives in the woods. Zachariah. Like, Who's Zachariah? Um, and they say that a year ago they found some towny kid that got chopped up in the woods and they hung his head up on a tree. Uh, Jane asked him about Z crew because that's been tagged on stuff. Nobody answers. And then Lisbon and this woman, I think her name is Missy. Mm-hmm. Um, her and the principal come storming back. <laughs> And Lisbon's like, what the hell are you doing, Jade? He's like, well, I could have found out more if you didn't come yeah, back you didn't, so you fast. You hurry up and come back here so quickly. Blowing up my damn spot, lady. <laughs> so it was pretty, it was a, it was a funny scene. And like, as like Lisbon's like, admonishing him, he just pitches a ride on a golf cart. Yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> he, just dips. he just jumps on and he's gone. He's <laughs> Jane is very much in his like habitat in this whole episode. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, there's so much chaos going on. It's mayhem and children. That's what he's good with. Uh, uh it cuts back to um to Cho and Rigsby as they're like walking the path to to get to or using the map, and and this is when Rigsby's like, "Hey man, like, so why were you in juvie?" And the guy's like, "You know, for things." <laughs> and he's like oh no I think he first says like hey so what was in my file and the guy's like you you lived it man <laughs> like you know you know what's in your file Ch- Cho does his version of humor where he's like it's cool that you're or interesting that you're adopted and he's just like what <laughs> I'm not <laughs> and then Cho like immediately is, he does, it's not like he la- he's just like yeah that was a joke but, like, he himself isn't laughing, you know what I mean? Like, um, and, but they come upon, one of like, this, like, kind of, like, rundown house, which is, like, one of the things labeled as, like, I want to say, like, skull and crossbones. So, yeah. so they go to yeah. knock on the door, and <laughs> what ha- seems to happen, startlingly often, is this dude pops out with, like, a shot-off sock gun, and is, like, has it pointed at the, at Rigsby and Cho. Um, <laughs> they they're like, hey, like we're CBI, we're CBI, and he's like, I don't know what that means. Like, get on your knees, I'm gonna blow your head off. I was like, oh god, this is fucking violent. And then the the cop from the beginning of the episode kind of like shows up, and he's like, whoa, whoa, Winston, like put that down. 
<laughs> and she like takes the, the shotgun. And I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, it's like it's not filled or anything. But like she did very clearly. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unloads yeah. the so shotgun. Loaded. And I'm like, well, that's fucking intense. Um, <laughs> they go and like, oh, like she mentions like, oh, it's a good thing like you called nine one one or else this could have been like real bad. Um, yep. The the CBI go and like take this this guy in. Uh, do, you, do what's his name? Do we, do you guys have his name? Winston. 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 Oh right, yeah, yeah. I could do I could do this all day, Winston. All day. <laughs> um, they they take him in and chose like ta- starts talking to him. Uh, there's a great line here where um, <laughs> the, this the, is the gulp. This is the gulp. The gulp. Yeah, this is where we would take a gulp for an amazing show one-liner. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, because basically, like he's like. Uh, He's like, how was I supposed to know like what you got? Like, I, I don't know what the fuck CB like. What the, what the fuck is CBI? Um, like, oh, he says you kept yelling CBI, CBI. Like that's supposed to mean something. And she, she was like, yeah, no, we do have to be better about brand awareness, um, <laughs> which I appreciate because I like. I don't like a CBI is definitely not a real thing, right? That's just like uh, a, uh, I think it actually is. Is it a real thing? Okay. I, think it I want. Is. Does each state have a bureau of investigation? I would assume most do. The BBI. I'm looking or MBI, I'm looking, up I guess. Ma- I'm looking to see if there's a Colorado Bureau of Investigation. There is a California Bureau of Investigation. Ooh. Yeah, there's a Massachusetts uh, there the Bureau of Special Investigations in okay, Mass.gov. Right. It's I'm the BSI. Saying, if, if someone starts if, if someone's yelling at me that they're MBI <laughs> I'm like, NBI, NBI, open up. up. What are you talking about? I'm getting, look, I'm just, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm getting my shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but he basically, uh, so it's like, Cho's asking him about the victim, and Winston's like, no, I don't know this guy. Like, I have zero, like, I don't want to talk to these kids. Like, they essentially, he just wants to be left alone. He, he mentions how they just keep, like, harassing like like throwing like rocks and like destroying his property and breaking windows um and he's he he says he tries to do anything to stop it outside of actual violence but like he'll put up fences he like plants poison ivy (laughs) poison oak poison oak um does all this stuff and he's like but they still like keep harassing him i chose like okay like if i show you some faces like would you be able to identify it and like no they all wear masks um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Z crew for life. Z crew. Um, and so then it cuts to the next day where Jane is back, <laughs> back harassing children. What happens here, Scott? So we get him talking to a group of kids again and again. He or he starts it by basically, I think like Lisbon says that she's going to talk to the kids, which a lot like finally convinces the camp instructor. He's like, fine, if you'll talk to them, that's whatever. And immediately hands it over to uh, Jane, who like is like, does anyone want to see a magic trick? <laughs> which is Jane's excuse to just like stare at all the kids. Yep. And he notices one of the kids, Oren from before, is like scratching his leg because presumably he has a poison oak rash. Um <laughs> So singles him out for a volunteer and then pretends to read his mind and basically just says, like, I know that you're thinking that uh, you were up by the camp or by this Winston's house, like throwing paintball or paint balloons at it. And the kid's like freaking out. 
Uh, and then they take him in for questioning. And there's a, there's some weird stuff going on where like basically they're like they're like you can have a lawyer present, but then we have to call your parents. And the kid's like, please don't call my nah, parents. Nah, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, well, then we're gonna ask you questions. And he's like, but I don't want. And they're like, but your parents. And he's like, all right, fine, I'll answer your questions. So that's some, that's some little weird stuff. Yeah. But basically, the information we get from him is that. There's uh, an old lumberjack named Zachariah, <laughs> Zachariah. Who, got pinned under, who got pinned under a tree and left for dead, and then he was angry about it, so he cut off his own arm and then killed all the people who left him behind. And apparently he haunts the camp, because this is where it happened. This is where it all started. And, and so the Z crew is a group of the kids from the camp that all like do these like pranks and raids and stuff, um, but they all wear masks, uh, so they, they don't know who each other are, and you only ever see, like, get invited by a person, like, one person. Um, and so the person who asked him to join the game uh, was Brian, which is maybe in maybe the funniest scene in this episode. We later cut to Cho and Rigsby walking down by the lake looking for Brian, who does the classic, two cops are walking up to me, <laughs> well, it's time to run. <laughs> <laughs> so Cho like is about to start going for him and Rigsby's like I got this <laughs> and then starts running after him takes off his jacket and then just like straight up bull tackles him into the lake <laughs> this has to be the hit of the season right like they, yeah. they, I don't think there's it's, I'm trying to, I was trying to think if there's anything else that comes close there was a Lisbon tackle I think of somebody oh yeah, was Lisbon tackle the drug dealer guy in the second episode right. or was that Rigsby um, but it wasn't like into it wasn't of a child and it wasn't yeah. into a lake. So like yeah. that's pretty this, good. Like he like Terry Tate office linebacker yeah. into a fucking <laughs> pond. I literally said to Emily as this was happening, I was like, watch him tackle him into the lake. And then like not not a half a second later, he was like midair like, tackling this kid into the lake. I think I actually yelled and, and like I was like, Hell yeah. yeah. Like, oh. like, Ooh. Get him, Rigsby. Um but yeah, then we get them interrogating a uh, sopping wet Brian, um, who says that there's no talking on Z crew ops. They operate by notes and sign language, which I thought to myself, cool, they all learn sign language. That's a neat skill to have. Yeah, that is a nice skill. I'm just I'm gonna go uh, ahead and say it's like ninety five percent notes probably and then like two <laughs> signs. Once the si- the sign Thumbs is up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, real uh, quick, uh, People should follow our Twitter because I'm definitely gonna clip that one. Yeah, post clip that Twitter. tackle. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, was awesome. Sure. Uh, but he says that it's about running around in the woods, not murder. But if you had to ask anyone about the murder, ask Cassie. That's like literally what he says. And then they're like, "Well, do you have any reason?" He's like, "I don't know. Ask her. I didn't do it." And then we, and then we never see Brian again. He's probably still in the hole. <laughs> yep. He basically mentions that like the victim had like a thing for Cassie, and yeah. that um, he saw like them arguing like the night before he went missing, and like I don't know what that's yeah. all about. Um, and. Principal Principal Jackass gets very defensive of he, Cassie. It, it's, yeah, <laughs> he well, like even before, like because like he's like he knows this is going the wrong way. Yeah, because it's going sideways. Because he's like he's like we don't want your theories, and and, and Lisbon's like no, like what what give us your theory? <laughs> like it like gives yeah. the principal a weird look. Um, 
and, and yeah, so like the second he mentions Cassie, the the principal is like super defensive, and he's like, "I no, she's great. Like I I know like she's a good person, and uh, like we know it's because this dude's a fucking pedophile." <laughs> but yeah. yep. Um. Yeah. So the so like after Brian kind of gives information, Lisbon's like, "Okay, like." Like we need to like I need to talk to Cassie and the principal's like I know that I know for a fact she didn't do it but I will get her Bye. <laughs> and like uh, heads out um yeah I I right here I was like wait a minute you're just gonna let this guy go fetch Cassie you're not just gonna go with him to get Cassie what's going on here <laughs> yeah it was it was a little bit questionable. Uh, meanwhile, we got Rigsby the thirst trap fucking while while Van Hell Pelt's yeah. fucking showing up as he's like full like, six pack like showering as like and then <laughs> Van Pelt doesn't react, but um, Cho does toss Rigsby like the tiniest shirt, <laughs> <laughs> an extra small. Rigsby's like really man, like and like. Throughout this, like, as the scene is progressing, we just see cuts of him, like, just feebly trying to put this shirt on. So, again, we haven't uh, finished the season yet, but definitely watch the outtakes of season one after this, because there's a bunch of funny clips of him, like, trying to get the wet t-shirt on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Then Pelt's like, hey, like, I got called in by by Lisbon, presumably because she wanted to show up before, but couldn't because Van Pelt because Lisbon's like, nah, you can't come here, man. This you're is, not welcome. <laughs> like, I I don't allow you to come in the woods. Like any of the episodes where there's like a wood episode. This is real police work in the woods. You're just a newbie. Get on the <laughs> get on the computers, Van Pelt. But but uh lisbon's like all right we do like you know van pelt we need you over here uh van pelt immediately is like okay like uh so this cassie person is missing but like she's the only one so like that implies that she's like she ran away that it's not that she got like kidnapped or something um and jane's like oh yeah that's on the mark and lisbon's like all right so like like, we we need to do some searching like let's let's start looking around the woods around like first around this like the schoolyard area and see if we find anything and to which Jane's like, oh, God, I'm out. <laughs> he says. Fuck that. What does he say? Says it sounds tedious. Yeah, tedious. That was it. And then he just dips. <laughs> <laughs> or does he? Mm-hmm. He starts picking Mental- flowers. Mentalized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what happens next? Yeah, so <clears throat> Jane says it's it's the this whole thing that they're going to go talk to the kids or whatever he, it sounds tedious. So he starts picking flowers and he's like kind of walking along. He's picking these daisies. Hold on one second. I will continue in a moment. Ooh. Yeah. And the the part is he, we find out he's sitting underneath a bridge like a troll. Yeah. <laughs> as, as an aside though, like clearly part of this master plan is he know he knows what's about to happen. But, like, how big of a dick do you have to be, like, it's not like they went back to the office to sit around. Like, there are, like, dozens of people out there doing a search party for a person that he knows exactly where they are. Yeah, but Patrick Jane, as has been confirmed through 23 episodes of the show, is a total dick. Yeah. (laughs) See, I I thought you were going to go with, like, 
yo, man, like, <laughs> I'm sure there's more than one exit to this place. Yeah. Like, like or, you're gonna you're or, gonna risk this dude running away with a child. <laughs> but more than that, he was in the room with the 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 principal. Mm-hmm. And knew that he, the principal, would go get Cassie, and then to like then try to escape so that he could ambush him while he escaped. But that involves him being alone with Cassie for an extended period of time. This what is if why he I said. Her? This is why I said, why are you letting him go fetch Cassie? Just go with him to get Cassie. <laughs> but he anyway, had to set the trap. Bridge troll under the trap. Mm-hmm. Sacco, proceed. Yeah, he made this. He made this Daisy headband thing. And I, I actually thought the scene was pretty funny. So the Bright Arches, that's the name of the, the camp that they're at, or prison, um, that the, like, van strolls up to the bridge, and Jane comes, it, like, McLean jumps out of it, and he opens up the gate to, like, leave the property. And Jane pops out from his troll hole under the bridge, and he's like, oh, where are you going? And McLean's like, just to into town? town and stuff <laughs> jay goes ah cool that'd be great i love it that's where i'm going too and he just hops in the car <laughs> and so the principal opens the gate he drives past the gate and he goes hey so uh and jane's the whole time he's fiddling with the necklace or thing that he made the principal's like hey uh do you mind going to shut the gate for me and jane goes nah i don't think i'm gonna do that and he goes why he goes well because as soon as I get out of this car, you're going to drive away without me. And the principal's like, preposterous. There's no <laughs> way. How there's dare no you? Way. There's no way I would do that. I would never do that. I yeah. did enjoy This is one of the few times where Jane's pulled a stunt like this and the person didn't immediately like, I have a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so so Jane, Jane's like, hey, Cassie, I have a gift for you. You don't have to be, you don't have to be scared. The girl pops her head out of the backseat and he hands her the thing and it's not ideal from here on out for the story. It just gets <laughs> grosser and grosser. There is so there is one uh I, I think it happened right before this, but I, I wanted to mention because it, it was funny. Um because I think Rigsby and Van Pelt are part of the search investigation looking around. Um and Rigsby's mm-hmm. like, Hey, like Van Pelt, like, have you read your coworkers personal files? Oh yeah. And, yeah, and Val- yeah. Van Pelt's like, uh, no. Which is a fucking lie. <laughs> she yep. in, a, in episode Absolutely. three, I think, or the beach episode, that's where she like clearly read Lisbon's file and, yep. <laughs> and got all the information. She's just lying to Rigsby's face like that. I Rigsby's, caught you. I caught Rigsby's you, Van so Pelt. dopey though. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, his response is like, oh, yeah, me either. <laughs> Which, like, he hasn't, but couldn't be more self-incriminating by saying it that way. Uh, Why yep. did you bring this up? Uh, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, anyway, they bring, they bring Cassie back to the station. Yeah, and uh, it's it's, like, the grossest. Well, they bring Cassie back to the station, but before that happens... Um, Jane, Jane says to everyone, cause like they, all the police show up their search party. Um, Jane says that McLean's been sleeping with Cassie and the like head of the local police department just slaps the dude right in the face, which was very nice. It was a good little touch. And he's like, she assaulted me. <laughs> and, and Lisbon's like, I don't think so, pal. Yeah. And they just. Lock his ass up. Well, he just keeps, he keeps like, just like, he doesn't even deny it. He's just like, I don't need to talk to my lawyers. Yeah, it's bad. It's oh. real bad. 
But so they they end up going back to the CBI, uh, and she with Missy, which she was like a weird. Yeah, red that herring. was weird. Yeah, it was, yeah it like was weird and creepy. But I mean, I think the idea there is that she would need uh, a legal guardian, and in yeah. that instance, she is like the closest. Like her parents aren't there, so like she's the the legal guardian legal or guardian caretaker. Yeah, in that case. But like, so, also clearly. <laughs> Like, I don't yeah. know how you uh, Also, somebody. yeah, it's questionable. <laughs> Working for she, the guy. Because I thought there was a point in the, like, the, it, not, it wasn't an interrogation, but there was a point in that where, like, she's, like, clams up. And I thought, because it was something about, like, be, like you're safe here or something. And I thought it was going to turn to be, like, this lady was also, like, part of it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, so she's not safe. Yeah. But. yeah. I was, yeah, the, the whole time I'm like, this, I didn't like her from the beginning. Like, yeah. when you first meet her, I'm like, I don't, I think she's going to have something to do with. She didn't have anything to do with anything yeah. other than maybe, like, keeping a secret. But you don't find that out. But anyways, Cassie admits that. They had been having sex like twice a week for a while, and um, they're trying to figure out how that happens or how that happened. She says she was scared, but it wasn't McLean that made her scared. It was somehow it was Zachariah, a dead lumberjack who's not really, you know, not actually maybe a dead lumberjack. Who knows? That might be a person, but there's a I'm sure there's at least one dead lumberjack whose name was Zachariah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but so then they arrest McLean for statutory rape, which was great. Like that. Screw that guy. Um tries to get his lawyer. And then they go back for the sacred fire ceremony. Yes. Which is the big ending and yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. So that this is like again, J- Jane's magnum opus of <laughs> there must be an easier way but the the flare is can, must be jane so um he he's like hey he rings me <laughs> let's like I, let's go drink some tea or something and, and then uh in the next scene is back at the, the camp all the kids are huddled around this like big fire and this is jane's opportunity to do some more spooky tales. And he's like, you all know about Jeremiah and, or Jer- Zachariah. Z- Zachariah. Z- Zachariah and how he like enacted his vengeance upon these, these people that he like that left him behind. But what you don't know is that um, the rest of the village got word of this and they all came, like descended upon him and like lit him, like burned him to ashes. And that's what, it became this ritual of the spiritual flame. Uh, and the kids, like, it, it does a good job of, like, because the, these kids... Oh, so there's two things. Because uh, I, I forget if, if if you already mentioned this part. I do really like how, like, the whole episode does play with um, these, like, spooky themes and, like, this, like, kind of, like, darkness to it. But then very much it's still just... Just kids just playing out at camp, you know? Yeah, like it's yeah. kids being twelve year olds. Cause cause the I forget who like the, the kid that got tackled. I, I forget his name. Brian? Was it Brian? Brian. He Brian, he's yeah. the one that's like uh because he seemed a little bit older out of everyone in the group, right? And like as they're interrogating him, he's just like, guys, yeah, I know we're wearing masks and we're like doing pranks and stuff, but like it's like we're just playing outside like as kids. Like we don't this has nothing to do with us potentially Murdering. killing somebody, yeah, like which was which I thought was like nice. It was like a nice like it's um, a good touch, good touch, yeah. Uh, so and so like this this as like Jane's kind of like 
saying this story, uh, you like it, the camera's kind of panning over all these kids and like they're all just like, oh fuck, <laughs> like it's like one of those very effective of like, oh uh, the kids pretty much. No, it's not real, but because of the situation, they're all a little bit spooked. Um, except for the one kid, uh, I forget his name, Elliot. Uh, Elliot, because he's he's very confident that that this is this is all joke. Um, and Jane's like, "All right, like if you think it's a joke, like there's um, there's one way to find out. We can essentially do Beetlejuice, which <laughs> like if you say, yeah. uh Zachariah three times and then carve a Z in the ground like he will like he will come alive and extract his vengeance Um, only only if you don't admit your guiltiness yeah yeah so you know the kid's like whatever fucking lame and they (laughs) (laughs) do we look at this fucking square over here dude so they say the name three times 45 being a nerd (laughs) Uh, and they're like, see, nothing happened. And Jane's like, you forgot the the most important part. And he like hands uh, the guy a stick and he's like, carve that Z in there. And it would have been funny if I don't if he just carved it anywhere else. But thankfully, he carved it right where Rigsby was hiding in his like camouflaged um, ghillie suit. Ghillie yeah. suit. Because he finishes drawing the Z and then Rigsby grabs him. Uh, and the kid starts freaking out like crazy, and uh, it, like all the kids are freaking out. Uh, Jade's like, "Quick, quick! Like, did you do it? Like, like we need again, <laughs> outlandishly inadmissible in court, but all right. But also really good that that kid was the murderer. Yep, <laughs> yep. Because that would have been super awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like, cause, and then the kid is like, "I did it! I killed him!" And he kind of reveals himself to be like this. Um, this like maniacal like he was the puppet master like he's been here the longest uh, got everyone under his his um what's what's the turn of phrase everyone under his thumb I guess yeah yeah yep where you know like he he coerced um wait a bit that's way too accurate give me give me give me an abicism here yeah everyone <laughs> under his. I was gonna say nail initially, so that did. All right, all right, okay. yeah, Good. that works. Yeah, everyone under his nail. Awesome, fantastic. <laughs> they, um, they, you know, so he's like, he's like, yeah, no, I was the one that like coerced, um, Cassie into having sex with the instructor because like he could then use it as blackmail, um, but he was found like Brian found out what was going on, and <laughs> there's a there's a kind of a funny flashback sequence where he's like. <laughs> It shows like um, Elliot or Ju- Justin and Elliot, Ju- like Ju- Justin, like he's like decked out in his gear and he's like trying to like he's like don't he's like don't like do something and the guy just laughs and just pushes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he like goes to walk away and then like the kid sees red and like beats the shit out of him with a with a rock and kills him. Um, don't laugh at me. Yeah, there, and you know it's basically it, right? Book them, um, and then there's like the final scene. We see Jane like leaving the building, and he notices like the victim's parents like talking to Van Pelt, and he's like, "Ooh, I'ma go back. <laughs> I don't, I don't want anything to do with this." And he tries to like duck back, moon, moonwalk his way out of there, but uh, he does get noticed, unfortunately, and. 
you know, they kind of, kind of call to him and they're like, hey, like, thank you so much for helping. Um, and, you know, like, they're clearly, like, in a lot of pain. Um, and Jane kind of mentions, like, hey, like, your son died bravely. Like, he saved a young girl in trouble. Like, you should be really proud. Um, and then he kind of, like, walks away. What I want, what's interesting is that, like, I can't figure out, like, because there are times where he goes out of his way to, like, help, like, the relatives of the victims, you know? I wonder what, like... Maybe it's because, maybe he didn't because the dad is such a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to fucking be in a scene with them. Well, I wonder if it's, if it's age-wise, right? Because I think when the victims are younger, he's like, I can't deal with a parent who's grieving because I remember that. Because when the when the victims I think are in their like twenties or older, mm-hmm. it's easier for him, and especially when it's just like an adult, no. it's like all right, that's just another dead person. But when it's like a parent who's grieving for the loss of their son or daughter, he's like, I this is no because because he it probably brings up some garbage emotions <laughs> for him. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that was that was the camp episode. <laughs> That was the camp episode. Yeah. <laughs> any uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on these? Not really. They were both kind of like just episodes. Yeah, yeah, I think they're both a little forgettable. Yeah, fun, but nothing like too fun. Well, so was, yeah. they were good. I, I've definitely. Well, and it's hard to know. I guess I would have to go back, but it, it feels. And I, I want to say I even said this last week, but it definitely feels like they've up the bar in some way. Like, even with these episodes, which I agree aren't, like, anything particularly special, they still are more interesting to me than what it felt like the first couple episodes were like. Yeah, I think these are, like, their 5 out of 10 episodes, but they're good 5 out of 10 episodes. Yeah. It it felt, it feels like the early episodes needed to rely on Jane so much, Mm. and it feels like now... That's less the case, you know, like Jane's still like the highlight of the show, but um, it feels yeah, like we can lean a little bit more on some of the other characters doing their thing. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. But uh, it, oh, what are you going to say? No, no, no. I did, did like nothing formulated in my head. I thought <laughs> I had something and then it just went. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I will. I'll. um. I'll go ahead and post up, or I'll try and finalize this sheet, and I'll post it on uh, up on Twitter if anyone else wants to join us for some season finale festivities. Uh, and again, like I said, you don't have to drink. You can just kind of play along with Fonzies. You can, you can clap whenever it happens, whenever <laughs> one of the things happen, and know that while you clap, we all drank. Where um if if they want to see that, where can they find that, Zacho? You're gonna you're gonna be able to find that on our Twitter at, at @mindscrimes. Uh and yeah, that's that's you know, tweet at us. Tell us what you think. <laughs> uh yeah. Thank you guys very much for joining me once again. We have Chris Sacco. I don't think I'm going to any campsites anytime soon no because campsites. that episode's freaky, but <laughs> have a good night, everyone. We got Scott Lee. Weren't you just at a camp this past weekend? Shh, it's different. It's a private camp. It's not weird, like, weird, creepy prison camp. All I know is I'm going up there and I'm carving a whole bunch of Z's all over the place. <laughs> Don't you do it. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Take it easy, guys. 
Peace. See ya.